I'll tell you right now, I'm go with the flow depending on the situation. I am not like a super just go with the flow situation all the time because I've got a full fucking calendar. I need to know the plan so that I can relax and so I can go with the flow, right? Hello friends. Well, before we jump into this really juicy Q&A episode, you guys love my Q&A episodes and I will say that this episode is no different. I want to let you know a few things, a few free things that are happening in December that you definitely don't want to miss out on. So I was going to like try and button these up, but to like make myself look a bit more put together because I'm on holidays. I'm on holidays. And the fact that I even got dressed today is something that is a vibe. And you know what I'm going to all put it down to? And the fact that I'm going to keep getting dressed this whole time off that I have in December is the fact that I am in my housewife era. <laughs> I truly am. I truly am in my housewife era. If you have not seen on my Instagram stories, I am taking six weeks off. I always take about six weeks off this time of the year. Um, but this time around, I can just take more time off and do less really. So previously I would take the six weeks off, but it was more that I was just taking six weeks off from like my clients and from like heavy lifting of work and I wasn't launching anything and whatnot. But this year it's a little bit different because I've got a much more in-depth team. So I I'm really doing like a lot less work as well. I'm not taking clients. I'm not replying to client messages. I'm not doing emails and blah, 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 but I'm still doing like my creative work and everything that I love doing. Um, and they're really handling all the operations and all that. So I'm doing even less work than normal. We are though, which I've never done before. We are launching Queen Alchemy kind of like towards the end of my break. So the first week of January, on January 1st, Queen Alchemy officially opens. You can join earlier for the extended payment plan. Um, but the reason why we're doing that for anybody curious and wondering is because I'm getting married next year. This bitch is going to be a bride. This time next year, I'm going to be a fucking wife. Cannot believe it. Anyway, because um, I'm getting married next year, it means that we are putting the two rounds of Queen Alchemy that I do every year, we're pulling them into earlier. So it means that we have to start the first round of the year earlier. And then the second round of the year is starting in like the middle of summer rather than starting in kind of like the end of summer going into fall. So it's a little bit different next year, but Hey, I'm excited for a change and we're all very prepared, which is, which is fantastic. Um, but anyway, back to the housewife thing that I was saying before we jump into the Q and A, if anybody interested, if you were like, shut up, Monica, no one cares, then just fast forward this bit until I get to the Q and A. But, um, so yeah, these six weeks, I am really just getting to enjoy being, a housewife. I'm baking. I'm making pumpkin pie, not pumpkin pie. Oh, I hate pumpkin pie. I'm making apple pie. I tested a recipe last night. I'm doing the Christmas tree. I'm tidying the house. I'm getting things organized. I'm online shopping. I'm getting like ahead for Christmas and doing all the wrapping. I'm baking. I'm bringing my fiance lunch naked with an apron on. Like it's a whole vibe. Um, and so I'm getting dressed. And the reason why I'm dressed today is because I am fully embracing this like mum housewife vibe. And you know what, for any of you interested as well, um, and some of you should do this yourself, maybe if you're in a similar camp as me, um, I, I was saying this to somebody on a podcast. Oh, I was saying it to, um, Diana on, um, 
the podcast that's coming out soon with her about manifesting is that I will often play with like on a random day, I'll pretend that I'm a mom and I have kids and we have the nanny, but I only have four hours to get work done. And like, how much work can I get done? Because as you would know, if you listened to my previous episodes this year about like preparing for motherhood and like what's coming up is a lot of the behind the scenes work that is getting done. Isn't because like some like crazy changes happening front facing in the business. Not really. Um, everything's good, hunky dory, but we need to tidy up and refine the back end of the business so that I can then do less so that I could get all of my work done in four hours rather than needing to work like 10 hour days because so many things still require me. Um, so anyway, on my little housewife days, yes, I will be pretending that I have children at home and I have lots to manage and I'm planting with them in the backyard. Like I'm going to, after I record this, I'm going to go plant my peonies and my daffodils. And um, anyway, it's just a whole thing. But what I am doing so that you guys can kind of be like, just clued in on it and what I've done for the day. And for you to also be expanded by it is I am writing housewife emails. So I'm doing a little housewife email series. I decided, well, you guys actually decided because I put it on my Instagram stories and all of you voted. Yeah. I think there was like two of you that voted no. And I'm like, okay, not cool. Everybody else, everybody else voted yes. So I'm doing some housewife uh, emails. So if you're not subscribed to my email newsletter, um, not my newsletter, I don't really put out newsletters, but like my normal email list, then you need to be, if you go to my website page, you'll be able to, um, like a pop-up will come up, come up, come up on the page, um, after you're like hanging around there for a little bit. And then you can just type your information in there. That's how you will get the emails. If you're signed up to like one of my lists for like a program or something, you won't necessarily get it. So just make sure that you're on the main email list. Oh, hi jelly. Speaking of speaking of babies that need my time. So something that I'm actually really playing with for December is finding and feeling and seeing the expansion in this period of time where I'm really working less because I've never had a period of time where things are still happening behind the scenes and my team is still running everything, but I'm doing a lot less. This is a really great time for me and like for my body and for my mind to actually see, like see you still make money. See, everything still goes the way that it needs to go. Even if you are baking at 2 p.m. in the afternoon or taking the dogs for a walk at 11 a.m. Um, and it's not because I don't believe it, like I'm already there, but I now have a chance to actually be that version of myself in December. Like I have this chance in December and January or the first two weeks of January that I have off. I have this chance to actually like be that version of me that is a mum and that is really trying to work kind of more part-time hours so that I can actually be a mum and to step back a little bit more, but still make money and have impact and get everything done. And so instead of just knowing that it's true and then waiting for everything to happen where I'm actually in it, I am literally practicing it now, embodying it now and like having that upgrade now, which is kind of like, if you get it, you get it. Um, it's kind of a cool thing to really understand and sink, sink your teeth into of creating these environments where you don't have the thing tangibly in the 3D form yet, but you're giving yourself the environment to literally like play that character so that you can actually change your physiology basically and really upgrade your frequency so that you can then attract that in sooner. Like if I want to next year be able to still make six figures in a month, but actually only 
you know, only be taking my clients and writing my emails. Like that would be the ideal situation where I just get to stay in my creative marketing flow and do my clients and not have to do any admin, any backend, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, let's play with that now. And no, I'm not taking clients right now, but let's play with having that be my reality right now so that I'm actually at that level of my, and that, that version of myself. So that next year when I come back, I'm like, I don't want to get my fucking teeth into any of the operations. Like I don't want to do it anymore because now my vibration and my frequency and my physiology is no longer a match to do any of the back end, the operations, the systems. And this is not, this is definitely easier said than done for a lot of you. I mean, for a lot of us, I mean, I've run my business for going on seven years and I had a business prior to this and it just transformed, transformed into this. I've been running a business for like 12 years, but I've been making money for like, going on seven years, six years. Next year will be seven years. Um, for those of you that don't know, my fiance now works for me as well. And so he's been working for me for about a year. And so what's also really beautiful during this period of time, and I need this, and so does he. And like, so does really everybody. My whole team needs this, is that we need a period of time where we can actually play with me not being around. We need a period of time and like me and him need a period of time where he's working and he's holding down the fort and I'm not. And it's not because we don't trust each other to do that. And he doesn't believe that he can do that. And I don't believe that he can. Like, it's not, it's not because of anything like that. It's that we have created an opportunity where we get to see it. We get to actually experience it before it has to happen because there's going to be moments like the wedding and the book. And when I'm pregnant, there's going to be moments where it has to happen as in I have to step back. I cannot be online. I cannot be the one making decisions. And so if we don't have a practice run, it's okay, but how much nicer to actually have a practice run. So that's the December plan. Make sure you're on my email so that you guys get like the most behind the scenes pictures. We are going to Europe in uh, like a week, which is so exciting. We're going to um, Paris and Prague and Vienna. I'm going to London for a day, but are hilarious. And so um, if you're not on my email list, make sure that you're on my email list because, because, because that's where I'm going to share the most uh, pictures and like what we're doing behind the scenes, et cetera, um, on that trip. It's just that I don't spam you guys on Instagram stories because we love Instagram. But uh, if you spam on Instagram stories, it thinks that like no one wants to see your content and that you're spamming. So it pushes you like down the ladder um, and then less people see your Instagram stories, which, which I don't want. And I don't want you guys to have that happen because you want to see the stories. So emails, emails, emails. Anywho, in today's Instagram live, it's so juicy. We are talking about how to step into your masculine as a man. We are talking about tips for coaches that are starting out in the industry, how to manifest your dream life, how to not let external stress affect your marriage. We're talking about my opinion on long distance relationships, the, uh, well, three-day immersion, the pre-sales closed, but you can still listen to that part of it. And then the tickets reopen in March if you didn't get your ticket this time around. And my thoughts on breaks in relationships, plus so much more. This Instagram live was so juicy that I did for you guys a few months back. So I hope that you love it. Get your teeth, get your teeth, get your fingers, whatever. Just get stuck into it. And I will see you on the flip side. 
my New Year's Eve bundle is back and I'm very excited to be able to share it with you guys again. If you're a new follower or if you didn't get the New Year's Eve bundle last year, you do not want to not get it this year. Just trust me on it. If you read the website page, you'll get it. But the fact that I manifested through a technique that I show you guys in the bundle, my fiance within 22 days is somewhat wild. And the rest of what happened in 2022 was just like off the charts in terms of like how much can one person manifest in one year. It was a lot. I was kind of like, all right, universe, slow down. Anyway, everything, including the energy, the content, the quantum lady manifestation that I give you guys in the New Year's Eve bundle is pure bloody gold. It's only $133. So doable for yourself or buy it for your friend for their Christmas present. Let's jump into the episode. Okay, so oh, let's do this question firstly for a man because I know there's a lot of ladies here. So let's start with a man question. What is the best keys to start to step into your masculine for a man? So basically it's kind of like what I say about stepping into your feminine as a woman. Um, you know, when you look at a lot of Instagram profiles and whatnot online um, or many different teachers that teach about this, and I was saying this just in a podcast I was doing for you guys, it's always about like, do these practices and then you can be more in your masculine or do these things and then you can be more in your feminine. And it's not to say they're wrong because they're not wrong, but my approach is very much a sustainable one. And I don't want you to feel like you have to spend the next X years of your life doing things and doing practices in order to feel like a more masculine version of yourself because you inherently as a man are masculine or you inherently as a woman are feminine. So what it's really about, the real key piece of it is actually about shedding everything that makes you feel unsafe or like it's not easy to just be masculine. Because when you shed all of those things, you come back into your natural state of alignment. And when you're in your natural state of alignment, it's easy to be masculine or it's easy to be feminine right? So it's less about the practices and it's more about what can you actually let go of that is making you feel unconfident or unsafe or out of alignment that's then disrupting your ability to just be in your masculine inherently without even needing to try. Okay. That's the answer for that one. And my program, The Man, um, speaking of programs, my program, The Man would be a good program for you to possibly check out if that's something that you need more help with. Okay. My next question is do a program or do the immersion. My current finances are my deciding factor. A hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt, do the immersion. I'm going to give you two main reasons. The first reason is you can self-sabotage through a screen, right? You can tell yourself that you're going deep when you're actually not. You can hold yourself back because I'm not physically there with you. I'm pretty good at picking up on body language. And you know, the thing with say Queen Alchemy, for example, which would be the alternative um, with Queen Alchemy would be that you obviously have the Telegram group to ask me questions, but it's not nothing like being in person, right? Being in person means that when I can feel and see that you're not allowing yourself to fully let go, I can come and I can touch you and I can put my hands on you and I can help you to feel safe to let go. You will not get that level of intimacy um, and like touch obviously through a screen on a group program. So that's my first answer. Okay, the second part is, um, I, I said this to a few of you guys through emails, is we are planning, the plan is to fall pregnant in 2025, right? Which means that there is a chance, I'm not planning on it, there is a chance that I won't be able to do an immersion in 2025, right? So there is a very, there is a, there is a possibility that next year, 
will be the last immersions for two years until I can then do another one. The immersions are very demanding. They're very energetically like not draining, but just demanding on me, right? It's three very, very full days um, leading all of you, which I adore. Like I love in person so fucking much, but I don't know how obviously my pregnancy is going to be and whether I'm going to feel comfortable being and doing all of that and being around all of that energy when I'm pregnant, right? So um, that's totally dependent. So two reasons. One is the first one. The second one is that there may not be another one in 2025. And so then what I would be saying is like capitalize on coming next year because Queen Alchemy is always going to be around. Group programs and online experiences are always going to be there, but in person just may not be depending what happens. All right. So that's the answer to that question. Okay. Uh, next question for you guys. Oh, okay. I love this question. I just want to be calm. I just want to be a calm, go with the flow person. How do I attain that? Okay. One, I would say, where do you feel like that would make you a better person? And maybe it doesn't, right? I'm reading between the lines. I don't obviously know you personally. Is there a part of you that feels like that is going to make you a better person or a more worthy person or a cooler person by being super, super go with the flow? I did an Instagram post on this a while ago on like the cool girl archetype. A lot of us as women grow up thinking that if we're the cool girl, if we're more like one of the boys, if we go with the flow, if we're super laid back, if we're super chill, then we inherently feel worthier. We feel like, you know, we're going to get more attention. People are going to like us much more, uh, more boys are going to choose us. And so as a result of that, we fake that we are laid back and go with the flow. And what happens is, is we reject like our body's desires and cues and boundaries because we're trying to be somebody else that we're not. I'll tell you right now, I'm go with the flow depending on the situation. I am not like a super just go with the flow situation all the time because I've got a full fucking calendar. I need to know the plan so that I can relax and so I can go with the flow, right? If I don't know the plan and the masculine structure, then how can my feminine relax and flow with that plan? It can't happen. So that was my first thing of like, where is that coming from, Cassie? Um, and then the next thing is if you are wanting to obtain a greater sense of just that inner peace feeling where you actually can just surrender and you don't need to be a control freak, right? So if you're answering it more in like, I don't want to be a control freak, I want to be able to just surrender and go with the flow, then my question for you is what makes you feel unsafe where your body's response is, if I'm in control, then I will be safe, because there is this illusion that we create for ourselves of if I'm in control, then I'm safe. And if I'm not in control, I'm not safe. And that obviously comes from as a child, whatever instance has happened where you felt like the only way to obtain safety is if you were in control of everything, right? If you, you know, if you often felt unsafe as a child, then as an adult, you want to be in fucking control because you didn't get a sense of control when you were a kid and you constantly felt unsafe. So it's like, wait, I'm not letting you plan everything. I'm not letting you lead me. I'm not letting you make the decision because then that triggers this feeling of the same feeling that you had when you were a kid of you're not in control, right? The thing is, is that none of us are really in control, but we also are like, we are in control of our destiny. We have a say, like the laws of the universe, the law of attraction, the law of action, like we are in control and we are in control of ourselves. 
but we also aren't, you don't want to also feel like you need to be in control because part of life is also being able to enjoy the flow and the ebbs and just go along for the ride. Because when you're also having this need to be like hyper in control and fixate on things and obsessively control things, it puts you really in your head and you go into overanalyzing. It's just a trauma response. So you're not even actually able to enjoy the situation because you're in this intense state of self-protection. You're not actually in a place of enjoyment. People think that if they control whatever, whatever, then they can enjoy it more. Well, the only reason they can maybe enjoy it more is because they've controlled controlled it enough to know what is happening, right? But the reality is, is if you're in a constant state of control, you actually diminish the pleasure that you can experience from life because you take out the spontaneity. You take out the beauty of the human experience because you're in a trauma response all the time, basically. All right. What's your opinion for long distance relationships? So I was in a long distance relationship. I mean, I've kind of been in two long distance relationships now, not in different countries. Um, my fiance currently I was living in New York when we met and he was living in Atlanta. We now live in Atlanta together. Um, so we were long distance. For, we also weren't because we were obsessed with each other. So we were together all the time. But we were long distance and that we had to travel back and forth, back and forth. We traveled back and forth, back and forth all the time. We never went like a week without seeing each other because we were inseparable. But the long distance obviously became really draining. I think there are beautiful pros and there's also cons to long distance. But hey, there is pros and cons to not being long distance. So it really just depends on kind of your capacity. Um, so let me go through this. And then when I was younger, I had another relationship that was also kind of long distance. He was in Sydney. I was in Melbourne. So we would fly up and down and we would have longer stretches in between of like two weeks or three weeks before we saw each other um, as well. So I've done it twice. The beauty of a long distance relationship is it really teaches you to be so fucking present when you're with the person. You have the best time when you're together. Or you should have the best time when you're together. You kind of go more all out and you appreciate your time together versus when people aren't long distance, what can happen is it's just Netflix and chill all the time. It's, it's, it's less effort put in because they're seeing each other more frequently or they're not having to fly to see to each other. Uh, they're not having to fly to then see the other person. So there's pros and cons. The con though that you have to think about for some people is if you don't have a lot of capacity in your life, so you're always working, you're always stressed, you're you know already kind of lacking on sleep a little bit, then to add in the emotional distance, like it is, um, it is very emotionally draining and painful to say goodbye to that person week after week after week after week. That's what, that was one of the hardest things that we had to deal with was the goodbye. That was, it just, we had this thing where the day that we would leave, we would both get the worst stomach aches. And if you know my work, you're like, oh, that's not surprising. So we hold the feeling of security or lack of security in our stomach, right? So when you get anxious, hence your stomach goes into knots. Um, so when we had to leave each other, it was a horrible feeling, right? It didn't feel good. Our bodies didn't feel safe. Happening. And it wasn't that there was codependency. It was that there was so much love. And so every time our last day, we'd be so fucking sick to our stomachs. It was kind of in a way. Uh, towards the end, it was like, we have to, like, this is ridiculous. Um but there was also beautiful moments of we then were like all over each other for a few days and then we'd have a few really heavy focus days. Sometimes I miss it. I really, I talked about this in the episode about being single. Sometimes I miss it um, because it, we got the best of both worlds in a way, but it was also really, really emotionally draining at the same time. So if you're already kind of 
running low on your nervous system's capacity, then that's where long distance relationships can be a shit show. But if you have the energetic capacity and the emotional capacity, I think they can be really, really beautiful. And um, you just appreciate the other person a lot more, I think. And you appreciate the relationship a lot more as well. So yeah. Okay. Mantras to manifest dream job and how to not let external stress affect your marriage. Um, okay. So if you are new to my work, mantras are great. But if your body doesn't actually feel safe having your dream job, if you don't actually want your dream job because you're afraid of being seen by your friends and them judging you for having your dream job, like those things are really important to remember. Otherwise, the mantra isn't going to actually work. But off the top of my head, some mantras would be like, I am deserving of a job that fulfills my soul. Another one could be after work every day, I feel so energized and fulfilled. Uh, another one could be, um, my dream job has found me. Those are a few to start with. Okay. And then how to not let external stress affect your marriage. Okay. So this is a, this is about protecting your energy and not letting and like having, how do I describe it? It's like having boundaries for your relationship because you respect your relationship. So let me give you a different example. So there's this thing in like personal development world where everyone is just like, talk about everything, like communicate, communicate, communicate. And I'm like, no, like there's a line and there's a thing called over communication. And when you over communicate, it's this idea that the more that you talk, the healthier things are, but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you could talk too much and then things are actually unhealthy in the relationship and there starts to bring it starts to bring a feeling of unsafety and insecurity because you're talking too much and you're over communicating. Um, and it's like you're not protecting the relationship from things that just don't need to be fucking said. It's the same kind of thing of we can almost abuse our relationships because we get so comfortable in them that we think that like they're like they should be comforting us. Like our relationship should be comforting us. Our relationship should be this like constant safe space where we can bring anything into it and it will just like alchemize it and turn it into gold. But the reality is that's actually not the reality. Our relationships are something that, you know, are robust, but also delicate. And if you're constantly chipping away at it, then what do you think is going to happen over time? You have to be co-creating every day to choose your dream relationship. And sometimes that means that you choose to, you know, keep those external stresses, not necessarily to yourself, but away from your marriage. You choose to regulate yourself when you come home to keep work there or to keep whatever it is there and then bring the version of yourself that you want to bring into your relationship, right? So, you know, not letting external things affect you is then going to influence them not affecting your marriage. If they're affecting you, it's going to affect your marriage. You need to learn to actually not let it affect you. So like energy protection, nervous system regulation, there's something that I do um, in my immersion and also Queen Alchemy uh, called like respond versus react, right? And I take you guys through this whole process of training your body to go into responding rather than reacting. And it's a whole somatic thing because if your body somatically is wired to just react, 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 that's why you then bring this stress and you project it onto your partner. Um, or, you know, you're stressed already because of work and your partner says one thing and then you fucking snap. 
and you've brought that stress now onto them, right? Like, you know, it's because of the stress from the day. So what if when they said something, even though you've had a stressful day, you're actually able to respond with unconditional love. Like it is such a good feeling to be able to regulate yourself so that your relationship doesn't become a fucking dumping ground. Because if your relationship becomes a dumping ground, or if the guy that you're dating or the girl that you're dating is your dumping ground, I'm telling you right now, you are leading yourself down a dark path that could cause a lot of resentment and a lot of um, distrust, which can't always be reversed, right? You do not want to go into that distrust and resentment because that can be very, very hard to turn around because, you know, you can heal things from your body, but you can't forget them from your mind, right? And so um, just something to think about, okay? Oh, my fiance has just sent me something really cute. Hope your IG live is going well. I don't know. He's in a cute little picture. We'll see what that is later. Okay. Um, Next one is, okay, what's your opinion on breaks in relationship? What to do when your boyfriend asks for one? I'd be getting really clear on what the reason for the break is and then setting very, very clear boundaries and parameters for that break in the relationship. So, um, you know, yeah, getting really clear on why a break needs to happen. And because if you find out why a break needs to happen, that issue, if it's an issue, let's say, could be resolved without there needing to be a break. Or if he's giving you a reason why a break needs to happen, maybe it's not that a break needs to happen. Maybe you guys need to agree that you're not going to see each other for three weeks and you're only going to do a call once a week. He's going to call you on a Friday because he's swamped with work. And so what it could be is you actually need to create some more boundaries and structure just with how the relationship is right now because of a massive stress load that he's having, for example, where it's like, he doesn't need a break. He actually needs more parameters so that he doesn't feel, because this is a man, he doesn't feel, I'm assuming, yeah, boyfriend, he doesn't feel, you don't want him to feel, I'm sorry, I've like half finished a sentence. I don't want you guys getting confused. By setting the parameters, it's going to help be helpful because you don't want him to feel like he needs to call you every day and see you every week because that could be a massive extra mental load on him, which then gives him this reason for, I need a break when he doesn't need a break. He just needs three weeks of knowing that you're okay if you don't go on a date and you're only going to speak on the phone once a week because he's swamped with work. So getting really, really clear on the root issue is always going to be the most helpful thing. And I, I kind of forgot to give you guys um, programs for, for all of these. For how to like fight well, for dealing with these like kind of hard conversations, for, you know, not letting external stress affect your marriage, embodiment of dating number two, not, not the masterclass number two. So the difference between be a lover, not a mother and EOD, embodiment of dating number two, be a lover, not a mother is about understanding men and not emasculating them so that he can lead you. Every single woman, in my opinion, needs to do that program. And it will help you whether you're dating, whether you're in a relationship, whether you, like, it doesn't matter where you are. If you have men in your life, platonic or romantic, this program is going to change your life. I mean, all of them will, but like this one is a game changer. Embodiment of dating number two, the way to summarize it is basically all the hard stuff in dating and relationships. So how to fight well, how to put your foot down, but still be in your feminine energy, like, you know, how to not let external stress affect you, how to get out of an anxious or avoidant spiral, um, like how to not project onto your partner, like getting to the root issues of fights, like all those kinds of things where it's just like the ugly shit in relationships, but the things that we really, really need help with. Okay. So, um, that is the difference between those programs for a lot of you. EOD two would be really helpful, but be a lover, not a mother is like, if you want him to lead you, that is the program. We don't go into him leading you in EOD two. Okay. Next question is, 
All right. Tips for manifesting your dreams. I can say it slash write it, but don't feel it's true yet in my body. Great question. Okay. So the number one thing that people forget about manifesting or they just like miss is if you don't feel in your body safe to have what you want, you will not get it. It doesn't matter how much you journal, how much you fucking Pinterest board. It doesn't matter um, what mantras you say. Your body needs to actually feel like it has the capacity to hold it and that it's safe for you to hold it. So for some of the things that you want in your dream life, if you're struggling, Jelly, I need you to move over a little bit. Sorry, buddy. So if you're struggling to manifest what you want in your dream life, I would ask yourself the question, like, why don't you want it? Because that is going to give you a lot of information on what could be holding you back, what could make, what could be making you feel unsafe um, to actually manifest that thing. Um, another thing also is if you have, so we all have blueprints for everything, right? We have a blueprint for our relationships. You've got a blueprint for our career, a blueprint for money, for success. And basically that your blueprint is made up of basically the blueprint that you were given by your parents on like kind of the path and the normal in your body. So if you, you know, if your parents made no more than a hundred thousand dollars a year, your blueprint's going to be like, here's how to make a hundred grand a year, because that's just what you grew up in. So when you want to be able to, you know, manifest your dreams more often than not, people are manifesting far beyond what they grew up in as their normal. And so when you're doing that, what that means is that you have to change your blueprint, right? You can't just keep fucking writing down mantras when you have a blueprint of your cap is a hundred grand a year. For example, if that's the most amount somebody ever made in your family, you got to break that ceiling so that you feel safe to make 200 grand a year, 300 grand a year, etc. So one, you have to actually be able to change your blueprint and change the roadmap and for your body to then hold that safely. And then number two is that you have to break the ceiling. So if your ceiling right now, let's just talk money. It's the easiest thing to, for me to explain this. Let's say that your ceiling for the amount that you can make in your job is $70,000 a year. It's like you just, like no matter how hard you work, no matter how good you are at your job, no matter how many times you go for a promotion, no matter how many deals you sign, you, you don't get paid more than 70. And it's like, you don't understand it because you're so good at your job. You've been doing it for X amount of years. You're like, whatever it is, you've been working at the company for five years. Why aren't you getting paid anymore? It's not necessarily because you can't get paid anymore. It's not because of the industry that you're in by any means, because in every single industry, there are people that make a lot of money and people that don't make any money. So it's never about that. That's all very limiting beliefs. More often than not, it's about your energy and it's about what you feel capable of having and your ceiling, right? So your ceiling has to be busted through so that now what your cap is, like what your upper limit is, now that's your bottom, right? Now you feel like, oh, I can now make a hundred grand a year and not be stuck at 70. Now you feel like 70 is my minimum and I can make so much more than that, right? That happens when you change your blueprint and when you bust through your upper glass and your ceiling. For those of you that have been struggling to kind of get to those next levels of your manifestations, to really co-create your dream life with the universe, and that's really important to you. You want to wrap this year up feeling so fucking strong in you did everything you could this year to manifest what you wanted. You know how to manifest in a way other than what just books tell you and Google tells you. You need to join Magic Money and Manifestation Level 2. This is not shit regurgitated out of a book. This is not stuff that you could find on Google. 
I actually recently re-recorded this this year. So it is very elevated stuff. I've been doing manifest, I've been doing manifestation for years and I've been helping people with it for years. So everything in that program is a really, they're really elevated concepts. They're much more detailed. They're very different to what you'll find in other, um, manifestation of money courses. And we go through changing your blueprint. We go through breaking your ceilings and not just the cognitive, like how to do it and like journal this. I walk you guys through some beautiful processes to then keep doing as homework to actually bust through those glass ceilings and the testimonials speak for themselves. So MMM2, Magic Money and Manifestation Level 2 would be really great for those of you that are just feeling quite stuck. Um, Or maybe you're not feeling stuck, but you just feel like I want more then that would be a really good program for you. Okay. Next question. Could I do your immersion workshop while pregnant? Absolutely. There's going to be a few of you pregnant next year uh, at the immersion, which is amazing. Like, oh my God, obsessed with pregnant women, like obsessed. And there's only two modalities that I take you guys through that have to be altered. So um, I just walk you through them. So do not worry about that at all. Everything else is safe for you. And every year we have pregnant women and it's amazing. You're releasing that so that you're not passing it on to your child. Like so good. Okay. Next question for you guys. Oh, somebody else asked, do immersion ticket or course slash program be 11 on a mother or EOG one? hundred percent immersion. Like at the immersion, we're going to do Q and A's. Like we'll go over, I can answer questions that would, you know, be things that maybe you would need help in, in a course. So without a doubt, immersion over a program. Okay. How can I heal money fears that stem from childhood? So I wrote this really great email. I don't know when I'm going to put it out, but I basically wrote an email fully breaking down, uh, explaining to you guys money trauma because people will talk about money mindset and like healing your, healing your beliefs around money and scarcity, but money trauma is really understanding the somatic piece of your relationship with money. So money trauma. So let me quickly explain this to you guys. So basically what we don't, a lot of us don't understand this until we understand it. So money is the number one cause of stress. It's also the number one cause of divorces. And so what's really important to understand is, well, let me quickly say this, working on your relationship with money is not something that should be, that you should underrate. That's the right way of saying it. Like do not underestimate the power of working on your relationship with money because you then relieve yourself your body, your adrenals, your nervous system, your mind of a huge stress in your life. And it's not about, oh, you then you're like the only answer of relieving yourself of stress is like making a million dollars a year. Like, no, that comes with new stresses. It's about healing your relationship with money. If you've done no work around healing your relationship with money, get magic money and manifestation level one. It's $297. Get that as a beginning point. Healing your relationship with money, the trauma side of it, that's the trauma part of it. It's going to be done at the immersion. Um, Understand this. If you've grown up in an environment where your parents fought about money or money was bought to buy bad things like drugs or alcohol, or your dad would come home from work and abuse you, let's say, or your mom would come home from work and abuse you. And you guys lived in a very, very affluent house and neighborhood and family, you can very easily tie money to bad things, right? Money equals drugs and alcohol. Money buys bad things. Money does bad things to people. Money makes people angry. Money causes fights. And this isn't just a mental thing. Because what you have to understand is that 20% of what happens in here, sorry, 80% of your signals that you think about in your brain are sent from your body. So 80% 
of your signals go from your body up to your brain. Only 20% go from your brain down to your body. Hence, it doesn't matter how many mantras you fucking do about money. If your body still feels inherently unsafe to ask for money, to receive money, to hold money, that's your problem. So what I've noticed for a lot of people that I've done money trauma work with is there's been, you know, trauma around money and it's been a lot of unsafety about having money. And so what will then happen is that they will, they will chronically spend their money to get rid of money because their body doesn't feel safe holding money because money meant that mum bought drugs. Money meant that mum and dad got into fights, whatever it was, right? So starting to like to start to heal your fears around money that stem from your childhood, MMM1 is a great option. It is more cognitive, but it's a starting point. And that, and that's the most important thing is actually being aware and starting your journey. That's always the hardest part in healing your relationship with money. And it's a really great program. It's been around for years. I recorded it a while ago. It's a fucking vibe. I recorded it in this massive bougie Brooklyn loft um, in Manhattan, obviously uh, in New York, Brooklyn. Um, and it's a vibe and it's, I stand by everything that's in there. We've checked all the modules and everything's fantastic. So MMM1 would be a really great option. If you're looking for something more serious and you want to do other trauma healing, then um, immersion or queen alchemy would be the, the other best options for you. Okay. All right. What is the oldest person you've personally healed? Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know the exact age. In 50s, I will say, definitely in 50s. I don't know the exact age. I don't necessarily like ask all my clients the exact age, but I will say this is someone actually asked me this. So I work with everybody of all ages. Ages, You just got to be 18 plus. If you're not 18 plus um, and you're like 17 or something and you want to join a program, you just need parental permission. That's it. So um, even though for some of you, I'm obviously younger than you, right? That's an obvious. For my whole business um, life, Major like I've and now not so much anymore because I'm older, but majority of my clients have always been older than me. The thing to understand is that I'm not a mentor in that I'm sitting here saying, this is what worked for me. And I'm sharing things based on my personal experience. I am a guide. I'm a healer. I'm a teacher. My job isn't to have always gone through what you've gone through. My job is to be able to help heal you, right? So for example, I've never given birth. But I help women heal their birth trauma because what I'm really good at is healing trauma. What I'm really good at is helping women to understand men. What I'm really good at is helping women to get back into their feminine energy, right? I, you know, have not gone through the same situation as every single one of my clients. That would be a ridiculous thing to like have the goal of. My job isn't to have gone through what my clients have gone through. My job is to be able to sit here as the coach, the healer, the guide, the teacher, be able to see their blind spots, see their shadows, see the wounds and help heal them. So age is not a factor. Age does not matter at all. It does not like affect anything. The only thing that I need from you is trust. And all you need from me is the healing. That's it, you know? So so I have plenty of mums that I help, for example. I'm not a mum, right? But I know what works and I'm able to see their blind spots of what of where they could be holding themselves back in order to then help them. So hopefully that's kind of like, I'm trying to make it succinct, but no one is too old to, to work with me. Okay. Oh, this is a great question. I'm going to answer these last few ones in here. Okay. So how can I tell the difference between a masculine man and a controlling man? So 
there is a podcast episode that I did. Um, it's on the podcast directory. Control F, the word um, author- authoritarian. I never say it. Authoritarian, like an authority figure where you're like abused, like you're you're abusing being an authority figure, if that makes sense. Um, there's a really great episode that I did where it differentiates between being a leader and leading her and um, like dominating her in a sexy way and controlling her in an unsexy way. So I would listen to that episode because that would help answer your question. And then the other question that I saw, and let me answer this as well, is what is the best program to help with tapping into divine feminine and fully healed slash embody my sexual energy? The best online program, 100% hands down, is Queen Alchemy. If you can come in person to the immersion, then that's going to be the best option for you as well, especially because in person, we do so much like sexual activation, feminine activation energy uh, work and being in a room with all of that energy of other women, just like, oh my God, it's actually incredible. Um, and, you know, it's pretty well replicated in a Zoom call, like as best as you can. And women always say like, I could feel the energy of everybody else in the Zoom call, which is amazing. But like, come on guys, we're not gonna, we're not gonna beat around the bush. Obviously in person, duh. I would be, I would literally be a moron if I sat here and said online is just as good as in person. Of course, in person is better. So, um, but hey, I've done Queen Alchemy for, I mean, I can't even count how many rounds. It'll be like, well, this is my 13th round, but like I used to be called something else. And I did nine rounds of that. So like over 20, like I can't even like so many rounds, like about 20 rounds, I would say of this program. So it works obviously, otherwise I wouldn't still be doing it. But if you can do in person, that's obviously going to be the best. Okay, everyone. Well, I hope that you loved that episode. I know it was a long one. So if you stuck with it the whole time, congratulations. Now, do not forget the New Year's Eve bundle is currently open right now. I also have some new freebies for you guys. So if you go to the website page and go to the freebie section, you will see them there. There is an updated mantra guide as well as a few other things. And if you haven't signed up for my new free masterclass on how to have him lead you, you definitely want to be doing that as well. I'm running a few sessions on on it, which I'm really excited about. So all you have to do is just click the link in the description. You will be able to then register and et cetera, et cetera, put your details in and get going. It is such a good class. So many of you came to the Monday uh, live class that we just had and I had 12 pages of notes. Like it was one hour. I was barely breathing. I was like, there is so much to get through so much to get through. And there was still so much more that I could have given you guys because I could just go on this topic forever. So if you do want more on really understanding how you can have him lead you, what you can be doing, how you can be communicating with him, the exact things to be saying, like all the juicy information, especially around this time of the year, it's so nice for your man to be leading you. Make sure that you get Be a Love and Not a Mother. If you've been around for a while, if you're an OG follower, I've actually made Be a Love and Not a Mother and Embodiment of Dating Masterclass open now like as evergreen so you can join whenever which is really exciting because this, these were two programs that just so many of you were needing you would come into my inbox and it was like fuck it's not open right now so what what i decided to do was actually just make it open so they're both open if you need any of those details again the links are below any questions just holler and i will see you guys in the next episode